Hi folks, hang in a while. This is Ray Walker from the Jordanaires. You're listening to TCB Radio Network.com. Don't leave. If you do, you'll be sorry for a short time. The rest of your natural life. All you Elvis fans, this is Krista Joy, founder of TCBRadioNetwork.com. And I'm your co-host of TCB Radio Network and Elvis tribute artist, Peter Alden. Welcome to the TCB Radio Network podcast. Get ready for some Elvis content and news you can use, where it's all Elvis, all the time. Interviews with authors, Elvis fan club presidents, artists, musicians, and of course, close personal friends of Elvis Presley, people who knew him. Thank you for tuning in. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy. It's time for the TCB Radio Network Podcast. Hey everybody, this is Pete. Welcome to TCB Radio. Today we're going to be airing part two of our interview with Victoria Page Myrink. Elvis's co-star in Speedway. Before we get back to the interview, I want to remind everybody, please hit that subscribe button. Uh, subscribe to our show. It helps us get an idea of who's listening, where you're listening. It helps us get the show out there. So once again, please hit that subscribe button. Subscribe to TCB Radio Network uh, and help us get all over the world. All right. Heading back now to our interview with Victoria Page, Myrink. Now I'm uh, I'm looking through your credits here, and I when I was a kid, I loved this show, and I see a picture here of you with Ron Ely from Tarzan. So tell me a little uh, bit uh, about uh, that uh. show, because I loved that show when I was growing up. Well, I'll tell you, Ron and I. This is interesting, Ron. That was actually the second time we had worked together, so we were reunited, and that was later. That was when I was right around Speedway. I was seven or eight when I did Tarzan. I'm not looking at the date. Maybe you are. But Ron and I had worked in Night of the Grizzly, where he plays one of the bad sons, one of the mischievous, nasty sons in the in the city who's attacking Clint Walker and Martha Heyer's property and, and making their lives miserable. And I kick him. They had me kick him, and then I cry. And I really didn't want to kick him. And when I finally did kick him, I started crying, and he made out like I'd really, really hurt him, and I was apologizing forever. I mean, I was just a little four-year-old apologizing to Ron Ely for hurting him, and he never let me know that I hadn't hurt him. Well, flash forward several years later, we're in Mexico shooting Tarzan, which I've got a bunch of stories there, too. They left me on a raft for like a half an hour with bees swarming around me and they just forgot that I was on the raft and they broke for lunch and left me out in the river. Oh, no. Yeah. And someone finally said, hey, where's Victoria? Oh, she's out on the raft. And they went and rescued me. (laughs) I was buried under a bunch of branches and they just had this floating raft out there with branches on it and I was under it. um, We were staying at a hacienda outside of Mexico City. It's a couple hours drive, as I recall. And it was, they had sort of an old prison or part of one underneath. And Ron pranked me. He, he put living people in there and scared the heck out of me one night. I mean, I was terrified. And he said, that's for kicking him in grizzly. <laughs> so that was fun. And then just a few years ago, he and I were reunited at a big Tarzan convention. And on my Facebook page, there's some great photos of the two of us that night um it was really fun to see him and he doesn't live that far away you know he's kind of up in the santa barbara area and i'm in los angeles so i'm hoping that kevin brody and 
Ron and I can get together at some point and do a memorial for Clint Walker. That's what we're trying to do. Oh, that would that would be that would be phenomenal. Now, I don't want to I don't want to take away from your Tarzan story. So if you have more, that's fine. If you could tell everybody what it was like to to work with Danny Kay, I, I just hear so many wonderful stories about him. And if you could just fill us in a little bit about about your time working with Danny Kay on the Danny Kay Show. That was pretty much magical. And I think the greatest part about that relationship was that he was in my life up until he passed, which is when I was twenty three. So I really knew him my entire life, and he wasn't able to attend my wedding, but he was participating and knew about it and knew my my ex, and it was really wonderful having him in my life for that long. It wasn't just a one-off thing where we did a couple of years together or something. It was, he was family. I remember so much about that show. I loved that show. It was a very happy thing. It was always improvised. At best, we'd get together a little bit ahead. And he'd say, what, what did you do this week? And I'd tell him what I'd done or where I'd gone or what I'd drawn. And then he'd just take it from there. I'd come out and he, he might have asked me, what song would you like to sing tonight? And I'd give him a couple. And then Nelson Little and the orchestra would work it up. And so there's not a whole lot of preparation. It was just really fairly improvised. Nothing was ever scripted, per se, which I'd love. He, in private moments, when you went to his home, he, just like Elvis, he, he had this way of focusing. Only with him, he'd be very quiet. It was always being very present and just with the person you were with. And we would actually sit in silence in his home. That's what he considered spending time with you. And then after maybe 15, 20 minutes, he'd start making faces or doing his little childish giggles or playing hide-and-seek around the house or something. I remember once he, he had this beautiful grand piano in his in his living room and, and I used to like to play it and he said now how many instruments do you play now and I said well five I want to take on this this and this as well he said how many do you play well and I remember being thrown and it made me think maybe I should focus on one maybe I'm too diverse you know because um, the truth was I didn't play any of them extremely well I played them well but not great and uh, he made me think about that so he had a little bit of impact here and there and and he was a friend. Uh, I could reach out on occasion and, and run things past him, and and I cherish that. I, I really do. He was very instrumental throughout my life. We used to make pipe cleaner animals in his <laughs> trailer. Well, his, he had this separate dressing room, which is now where Dancing in the Stars is done there at CBS Center in, in L.A. on Beverly. He had a beautiful dressing room up, up above in the executive offices, and then there was also one off, off the set just off stage down below but we go up to the upper dressing room and just he always had a pipe and i loved the smell of his tobacco and we'd play with the pipe cleaners and make animals and talk for hours or draw stuff and again a big kid he loved to play he loved to play and be silly so he but he'd be moody it would flip between being very silly and ridiculous and fun to absolute silence and stoic so you know you'd, you'd float between the two and never be late for dinner because he'd throw it out. Uh-oh. So. That's not good. That's not good. <laughs> no, seriously. Seriously. I remember the day he got a noodle-making machine, and he was really excited about it. So, And his Chinese kitchen. He had a Chinese kitchen, big wok set up outside the main kitchen that he had built. So he basically had two. That was always very special when he cooked. I think, I think part of my love of being a chef and cooking, which I do came from him. I think he inspired me very young because I saw how much fun he had cooking. It's nice to know that that 
you remained in contact with so many of these people and it wasn't just okay now that I'm done with the show I'm moving on and never going to deal with these people again it's it's nice to know that that the connections were made and and you kept in touch and these sweet stories of these big stars that took time to interact with you and just you know you made these beautiful memories with them you know it really is surprising i mean there were us kids on these sets on occasion but they were hanging out with me and i'm really honored that was really really wonderful and i did try to keep in touch and i think any of us in entertainment know that a film family whether it's a short commercial or particularly a series or a movie where you're together for a longer period of time you form a family bond you cannot see each other for years but you see them 15 years later and that's family you shared something that other people can't relate to and moments that only all of you experienced that was really really priceless i think film families are sort of unique i know as a producer now in film and tv it's an instant bond when you hire cast and crew that's your family at least for the next six months and then in post-production and distribution and you go to festivals you're doing awards things whatever you you see these people over and over and over so it's really one big family and i think it's up to you to participate i think it's there for you i think a lot of people don't participate and keep it going but i chose to wherever possible i try to stay in touch i really do like i'm in very close contact with a dear friend don lynn who who was brought on to my three sons as beverly garland's daughter when fred mcmurray married again don and i have been in very close contact i'm seeing her uh, later this month in fact so it's still family you know and we still talk about the great times we have been with Jody Foster. Jody and I were always the friends. They always brought us on to be Dawn's friends from school. That's awesome. Well, let's steer back. <laughs> let's steer back to Elvis here. This is a show about Elvis, after all. It's a show about Elvis. <laughs> now, I don't know. Um, how much opportunity you've had a chance to talk about the books that you made with Elvis. Do you remember anything specific about him? Can you can you tell us a little bit more about working on those with him and what you did with them? Oh, sure. I, I just love the idea of writing and making books. I do love to write, so I'm not surprised that back then, and I loved to paint and color, so it all sort of came together that I would illustrate and write these silly little childish books. But I remember there was one that it was after he had announced that they were expecting, and then we went on location to the Ontario Speedway to do some scenes for Speedway. And I remember Elvis and me sitting off to the side in our little chairs, and we had a little table in front of us, I was doing an alphabet book for Baby Presley. So it was like A, B, C, D through Z. I was drawing the, the pictures, and he was helping color them in. And we were deciding what B would be and C would be. And, and we were trying to decide, should it be should it be fruits or should it be animals or which way should we go? And I, I remember we decided on animals. That was one of the books, one of several, I think I completed during Speedway, which I stapled up the side, you know, and made an actual little book out of it and gave it to him for Baby Presley. Gosh, I hope we find those someday. I really do. I really do. We'll be right back with today's interview after this announcement from Cruisin' with the King. Are you ready to celebrate Elvis and cast your cares away with us on Royal Caribbean's Enchantment of the Seas? Non-stop activities, VIP gift bags, daily exclusive private performances by the co-host of TCB Radio Network, Peter Alden, and other big name artists. This is Krista Joy, founder of TCB Radio Network, and I'll be on board too. 
Join us for Cruising with the King aboard Royal Caribbean's Enchantment of the Seas, sailing April 1st through 5th, 2019. You'll meet Elvis's co-star from Kissin' Cousins, Cynthia Pepper, his personal nurse and good friend, Marion Cock, plus many talented performers celebrating the king of rock and roll. Karaoke, Elvis Bingo with up to $500 in prizes, Elvis on a Shelf, Door Decorating Contest, Question and Answer Session with Elvis's nurse, Marion Cock, special group t-shirts, up close and personal interactions with the performers, and many opportunities for impromptu selfies are all included. Be sure to use code PA1 for a special gift. Details, video, and more can be found at tcbradionetwork.com. Just type CRUISE in the search bar. Join us April 1st through 5th, 2019 on Royal Caribbean for Cruising with the King. Be sure to use booking code PA1. I want to let everybody know too, you have a fantastic website. It's at MeyerRink.com. So M-E-Y-E-R-I-N-K. And people can actually own their own little snapshots of history. You'll send them an autographed picture. Is that right? I will. And prices don't really apply. People should PM me because most people want six or seven of them. And I just do package deals. But this year, we've got a very special Speedway 50th montage that I'm including with everything just to celebrate Speedway. So it's got a picture of me and Bill Shallard on it and several with me and Elvis and then uh, the ones of me and Bill reunited at Elvis week years ago. So it's just kind of a fun montage. And uh, yeah, those are all available. So if anybody wants to talk about the photos, get in touch. Absolutely. I'm on Instagram, oh gosh, and Twitter and all that. I wish all the names were the same, but they're not. But on <laughs> Facebook, on Facebook, it's just Victoria Page Myrick. You can find me as I go there okay so you so you did the books for for baby presley have you and, and lisa ever run into each other have you had a chance to talk with her no i very much want to i did finally have the opportunity to meet with priscilla and i was able to share the memories directly with her and that was very emotional that was very very emotional and uh i think she greatly appreciated what i was able to share because she wasn't there that day when he made the announcement and I remember it so vividly. So I actually gave her, you know, very tiny details, and uh, that's the most I've been able to do. But I would love to meet Lisa Marie and share with her very much so. I mean, I know so many people who know them directly, and yet we can't all seem to set it up. It sort of eludes us. But, you know, I think if, if she wants to get in touch, I'm certainly easy to find, and I would love to meet her. I really would. Yeah, and it would be fabulous if they could find even one or two of your books. And that would be another great way of getting you all together to, to have a chance to talk about that. I think that would be fantastic. That would be so much fun. That would be great. And, and again, people think they might be somewhere in the archives that aren't on display, like museum things that haven't been put out. And I mean, there are whole warehouses, from what I understand, of, of Elvis memorabilia that is theirs. You know, the Presleys and, and EPE and, and the archives. So it would be really wonderful to go through those. I do know that Danny Kay saved a shell, what would I call it, a shell collage that I did probably when I was six or seven because he called my mom up to his office once in his home and opened a desk drawer and said, I want you to see something and pulled out an eight and a half by 11 little collage I'd done with glued shells and drawings all over it. He had that, and that, that's when I was like 19, 
He had kept it in his desk drawer all those years. I was really touched. If anybody from Graceland is listening, it's not out of the question, because we know they follow us on Twitter and some other social media. We'd love for you to pull out the book from the archives, especially for the 50th anniversary of Speedway. I think it would be really, really neat. Wouldn't it? Yeah, try to find the one that's got the animals, A through Z animal. That's the one. Yes. <laughs> Well, Victoria, thank you so much. You've been so generous with your time and sharing your memories of Elvis with the Elvis fans around the world here at TCB Radio Network. We appreciate you so much. Thanks for being with us today. Yes, absolutely. We we really appreciate all your time. I love speaking with you both. Can't wait to see you at Windsor King Fest and actually meet you. This will be great. Yeah, we're looking forward to that too. Thank you both so much. Something, Mr. Steve. What's that? I wish I were big enough to marry you. Your time hasn't come yet, baby. You've got a lot of dreams to go. Your time hasn't come yet, baby. But when it does, your heart will know. You don't want to be a beautiful woman because you're such a beautiful child. Upcoming is is the Windsor King Fest. You can get your tickets now to join Victoria and also Peter Alden will be one of the performers at the Windsor King Fest in Ontario, Canada. There's going to be some other fantastic entertainment. They're doing sort of a Speedway murder mystery. Norm Ackland Jr., who of course, you know, heads up the festival and is a great ETA himself. He's up to something. Yeah, and the Windsor King Fest is coming up October 25th 26th, 27th, and 28th of 2018. You can still get tickets now if you visit windsorkingfest.rocks and you can join the fabulous Victoria. And also Peter Alden and myself will all be there, so we hope you join us. And baby, when it does, TCB Radio Network podcast, where we are celebrating the life and memory of Elvis Presley with a mission to share his legacy with the world. We'd also like to thank Lee Douglas of Old Time Rock and Roll, always found at www.oldtimernr.com, for converting our show to iTunes. We appreciate you, Lee. Be sure to check out Lee's fantastic site, and listen to his weekly shows, all oldies music with no commercials. TCB Radio Network is strictly a fan publication, not affiliated in any way with Elvis Presley Enterprises or any of its affiliates or subsidiaries. Please visit us online at tcbradionetwork.com. All trademarks, product names, company names, and logos mentioned are the properties of their respective owners. All opinions stated within do not necessarily reflect the opinions of anyone else, and certainly not Elvis Presley Enterprises. Still the King, our theme song for TCB Radio Network podcast, was written by Shane Douglas, produced by Terry Fullwider at Blue Spot Studios, and performed by Peter Alden and his band, Crown Electric Company, featuring David Fontana, son of Elvis Presley's original drummer, DJ Fontana, on drums. Elvis Presley is still the king. Well, he's still the king. That's all right. Man, it's all good singing. That's all right. Still the king. That's all right.